From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer, and today there's nothing to mention on the news. Nothing happened. Nothing is happening in tech today. And that's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food, and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, April 14th, 2022. The time is 11.04 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And let's just stick with this time, please. I don't want to fall back. I like this time. Please, let's, let's get this done already. I'm going to start the show a little differently than usual because I want to talk about this article I just read because it brings up a lot of questions and I want your opinion. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co or Matthew Aaron at DecryptMedia.com. And so here it is. The Bank of Canada has become the first G7 country to turn to quantum computing to simulate scenarios where cryptocurrency and fiat currency can coexist. This week, the startup leading Canada's research hit a milestone Their model can evaluate more than one octillion possible scenarios in 30 minutes. And an octillion is a 10 with 30 zeros following it. Most scenarios in the model show that non-financial institution adoption of cryptocurrency would be slow since there is some upfront knowledge and costs associated with converting fiat to digital assets. It was also able to simulate how banks might respond by reducing wire transfer fees to compete with very low costs of crypto transactions. The research itself has only reached the proof of concept stage, so there aren't any implications for Canada's crypto regulations, but being able to use quantum computing models to simulate how fiat and digital currencies could compete for use and adoption is a big leap forward, says the Bank of Canada's official statement. So I have a couple questions that come out of this, and this is why I want your opinions. Or if you have any other questions or any other ideas on this, let me know. And so the first question I have is their ability to model outcomes. And I would assume they're just putting, you know, different scenarios into like a probable outcomes along a standard deviation. And so they keep running these different scenarios and they're going to see all these different like aspects of the scenario um, fall into like standard deviations. And they're like, oh, there's this is a more probable outcome than another. Right. So. What advantages would that have for people with access to this tech? So, yeah, this is a proof of concept right now, but are you using the same proof of concept on, say, traditional markets and stocks and stock prices? And if you're able to collect that much data, I mean, the more data you can collect and the more scenarios you can run, you're just talking about math at this point, right? And if you have uh, the math leading one way or the other, you're probably able to engage more successfully, say, in a market. And so is this being used? And so that goes into my second question. Is this even a proof of concept? Are they already using this in traditional markets? And are they successful? And does this give people an unfair advantage? And what kind of unfair advantage would this quantum competing to, to run scenarios in these different instances uh, give to people who have access to it? I would say 
probably quite a bit. And how do you look at that and start regulating? Okay, there's the word regulation. Do you need regulation? I would assume you need some kind of rules to say, hey, yes, uh, Bank of Canada, you have this, but you probably can't use that to you know, make investments and stuff like that because it may be an unfair advantage, but isn't that part of the free market and innovation and tech is to create unfair advantages? I don't know. I mean, this is a, <laughs> when you are able to have that kind of computing power and to run scenarios and I guess collect data uh, that, that quickly, that fast, is that fair? Again, what is fair in a free market or innovation and competition? Oh, and by the way, to do these amount of calculations with a PC would take a human lifetime. And this did this in a half an hour. So you can see that there's quite a bit of difference in tech here. And last question is, and this has been a discussion in Bitcoin for a long time, is quantum computing and the SHA-256 hashing algorithm and the security of the Bitcoin network. Uh, if you're able to run that many scenarios in a short time, I mean, we're talking about 10 with 30 zeros after it, how long until somebody can hack the Bitcoin network? Or at the very least, uh, guess some private keys for, say, Satoshi's wallet and access 1 million Bitcoin. Um, again, I don't know much about quantum computing. I did do a show on it uh, probably around three or four years ago now. So the tech probably has changed quite a bit in four years or maybe not. Um, and I just don't know. I don't know. Again, if you are a quantum computing expert and know actually how this could impact everything, let me know. Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And now we're at the Bitcoin time, Bitcoin price time. And I have to tell you a new time. It's 11, 13 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And we have Bitcoin sitting at $40,503, down 0.8% in 24. We have Ethereum at $3,048, down 1.2% in 24. We have Tether number three. Binance Coin is at 415, pretty much even from 24 hours ago. And we have USDC number five. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana, Cardano, Luna, and Avalanche. Total market cap, we're at 1.88 trillion, a BTC dominance of 40.9, and an F dominance of 19.5. And now, it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is Neutrino USD. Ticker is USDN. Rank number 84 in coin market cap. It's a stable coin. So its price is around a buck. Right now it's at 98.8 cents. So there is that. Its market cap is 988.1 million. Its fully diluting market cap is 987.7 million. Uh, obviously it's trying to do one to one. It's a little off. I don't know if that's on purpose. I don't know if that's a bug or a feature, but we will see. Maybe, I'm not too sure what we'll see. It's all-time low. It actually had an all-time high and an all-time low. So uh, we're going to have to really read what's going on because I don't know why it has an all-time high and all-time low that are so drastically different. All-time high was two years ago, February 8th, 2020 at $1.20. It is down 18.6% since then. It's all-time low was 10 days ago at 68.6 cents. It's up 42% since then. That does not, maybe this is not a stable coin because that does not seem pretty stable. You can buy it on KuCoin, Mexi, and Curve Finance for the most part. Um, KuCoin seems the only one that has confidence in their volume. Oh, and Waves Exchange. But other than that, it's not really showing. It's showing volume 
uh, but it doesn't have any confidence. It's not showing the depth of the charts. It's yeah. Okay. So anyway, what is Neutrino USD? From its website, Neutrino.at, it's an infrastructure for plug and play algorithmic finance. Neutrino is an algorithmic price stable assetization protocol acting as an accessible DeFi toolkit. It enables the creation of stable coins pegged to specific real-world assets such as national currencies or commodities. Uh, Neutrino USD is an algorithmic stablecoin enabling sustainable DeFi. I am really curious about how stable that stablecoin is considering we just had mass massive fluctuation in the price. Well, uh, that's not what a stablecoin is supposed to do and got me really curious. Maybe I'm missing the point. And if I am, Obviously, you can always email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Moving into other headlines, Tesla CEO Elon Musk has offered to purchase 100% of Twitter at a price of $54.20 per share, or $5,420. <laughs> this, uh, this guy has jokes and jokes and jokes the total price he's offering for twitter is 43 billion dollars and as we all know this is following his earlier purchase of 9.2 percent of the company the offer was disclosed in the sec filing in which Musk stated that my offer is the best and final offer and if it's not accepted i would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder uh, basically saying if uh you don't sell me the company I am going to dump all my stocks and tank the price for the most part. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, by the way, that share price at 54.20 at the time of uh, reading this is around $10 more per share than is currently trading on. So uh, if you're a shareholder, you're just going to get a nice little bump. It looks like about 20% more. And whew, I mean, it's pretty sweet offer, honestly. Musk also wrote in quote, Twitter has extraordinary potential. I will unlock it. Email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. What would you like to see in Twitter? How would you like to see it evolve? And what do you think Musk can do? Do you think he would be successful? Or do you think it's just like a way to, one, just get a higher share price to become that trillionaire he, he always wanted to be? I don't know if he actually wants to be a trillionaire. Yeah, but, you know, with this purchase and Tesla and SpaceX, and he has a pretty good bid at it, right? The world's first trillionaire. Yikes. Ethereum Push Notification Service, or EPNS, it's a decentralized protocol for notifications on mobile platforms such as iOS and Android, and web browsers like Chrome and Firefox, has raised $10.1 million in a Series A funding round led by Jump Crypto. Other investors participated in this funding round include Tiger Global, Parify, Polygon Studios, Harmony Foundation, Wave Capital, and angel investors such as One Inch Exchange co-founder Anton Bukov. This brings EPNS to a new valuation of $131 million. EPNS says it was used the funding to expand its development team and continue building out its product. I have opinions about this next one because I don't know. Let me know if you are jiving with me with this. Amazon CEO Andy Jassy said Amazon is not close to adding support for cryptocurrency payments. But Jassy, who made the comment on CNBC interview on Thursday, said that Amazon could potentially add support for buying and selling NFTs. <laughs> you know, everybody's been speculating that Amazon will accept cryptocurrencies or cryptocurrency payments uh, somehow, some way in the future. Obviously, he squashed that idea. But my opinion about this is like, 
why are you offering buying and selling nfts but not offering cryptocurrency payments or support and it's like having your cake and eating it too sort of thing or is that even the right analogy it's kind of like yeah i'm not going to take payments in crypto or i'm not going to use crypto but this whole like industry that's built on crypto or built on ethereum or solana or whatever basically you know blockchain network we'll, we'll, we'll be able to buy and sell but we're not going to just go all in on it so it just makes me i don't know it seems disingenuous and i don't like that for some reason hey, what are your thoughts matthew Aaron at crypto after launching last week on OpenSea, Rarible has now announced that it's planning to integrate Solana NFTs. And by the way, it's now live. Alongside today's announcement of Solana support, Rarible has announced the creation of custom marketplace for popular Solana NFTs projects like Degenerate Ape Academy. Will you buy these? BitSneaks. And BitSneaks incorporate a flexible LED matrix display and 3G connectivity yes these are shoes with a flexible led matrix display and 3g connectivity bit sneaks are they're going to be limited edition in the world's most high-tech sneakers and the point of this whole led matrix display and 3g connectivity is to show the price of bitcoin and block height in real time why because we can and this is developed by swedish startup bit refill and with the collaboration with nba star spencer dinwiddie Spencer has been on the show, so if you want to go into past episodes, I think it's probably about a year and a half ago already, but you can go listen to that episode with Spencer and myself, and he talks about Galaxy, his kind of like social media, social clout kind of uh, kind of platform. Anyway, so if you're planning to buy BitSneaks, they're not going to be cheap. I hope that you have around $41,000 laying around so you can get these sneakers. <laughs> This is when you know you have too much money if you pay $41,000 for some shoes. But you know what? If you got the money and you want to spend it that way, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And if you do buy a pair of these bit sneaks, send me a picture with these kicks on your feet to Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. And finally, some more bullish news for Ava Labs. Ava Labs, the developer of Avalanche Blockchain, is seeking to raise $350 million in funding. The new round will put the New York-based company's valuation at a whopping $5.25 billion, according to Bloomberg reports, citing people familiar with the matter. Since this round hasn't been made public, those people who spoke on the condition of being private, with one source revealing the valuation. If confirmed, the funding will put Ava Labs firmly in the coveted unicorn club and make it more valuable than crypto firm Binance.us, which earlier this month raised $200 million at a valuation of $4.5 billion. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer, and I'll be back tomorrow with a week in review with our boy, our homie, Scott Cipollina. It's been a while. I can't wait to argue with him. <laughs> if you guys have any questions for Scott Cipollina or anything that you want us to argue about, please don't forget to email. I've said it 40 times already in this episode. I'm not going to say it again. Matthew, you're in at Decrypt.co. <laughs> and until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.